Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs. In honour of Magic Round this week, we're bringing you a bonus episode comprised exclusively of Q&A. So uh, hopefully we can keep this under 90 minutes for you. Uh, but we're going to uh, jump into your questions for this week. So, mate, uh, uh, Ryan, how are you going before we get stuck in, mate? Are you, uh, you ready to back up after a, a big one last night? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm ready to go. I spent my afternoon making a depressing TikToks of uh, all these injured <laughs> players. and <laughs> yeah. Loving it. Yeah, now, now I'm ready. Great. And so uh, for any listeners, go and check out that. Uh, it's on Twitter and also on TikTok, but um, obviously we'd love you to interact with it on TikTok so it can push us up the, the rankings. Anyway, uh, let's just jump straight into it. We'll start with this one because it's the shortest lot of questions. Uh, so, Ryan, hmm. are we trading David Fafida and Paul Momorowski out for Pangai and Madison leaving about 100 k in the bank? He needs an edge and mid-cover. So that's from Jacob on Facebook. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind those trades. Uh, if you are overall focused, they're, they're obviously quite good, assuming that, I mean, you'd have to think that at least one of Pangai and Madison are getting picked for origin. Yeah. Um, hopefully. Uh, so, I mean, even assuming that they both don't get picked, it seems like decent trades if you're an overall player. Um, I mean, it, it's tough to trade out for feeder a guy, you know, averaging as much as he is. I, I think he's, what, the second or third highest average at 75. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's tough for me. But if you're flush with trades, I don't hate it. But, uh, yeah, you just know that you're going to you're gonna be spending a trade to probably get Fafita back in towards the back end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, and no, I agree with that. I'm actually, uh, at the moment, I have sold Fafita this week, and I think I'm going to stick with that as well. So I'm going to risk it for that particular biscuit this week. Uh, so I like it. Um, all right. So looking to bring in Turbo and his shower-damaged hammies this week. Uh, so he's going to miss Origin soon. Uh, so he'll play the next two rounds. That's He'll actually play three rounds to generate points, so 10, 11, 12. Um, do we think he's going to back up in round 14 uh, and um, already have Pappenhausen, Edwards and Laurie, and that's from Darren? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a chance to back up. I mean, it's, it's hard to say whether or not he will back up. Um, I, I I think if I had to place a bet, I would be betting on that he does, given that uh, if he's playing Origin, it's not going to be a fullback. It's going to be in a, in a position that's a little bit... Um, More forgiving. You know, yeah, exactly. A, a bit lower workload in that he's playing either center or wing. Um, I, I think I'm guessing center, which which is which would be a, a lot better for prospects of backing up. And again, like a, a lot of players have said, that they prefer to back up if they're playing on a Friday than um, one of these later days. So if I had to place a bet, I'd say he would. But I mean, it's it's that's just an educated guess, really. Yeah, mate. So for me, the key to this question lies in the very end of this, which is he already has Pappenhausen, Dylan mm. Edwards, and Blake, and um, not Blake Laurie and uh, Dane Laurie. Mm. So obviously, that wing fullback position is not super essential. Um, I would be more inclined to look at a guy like Madison. I think. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good shout. Um, that said, if you, if you're really desperate to get Turbo, at least uh, you know that you've got cover there, even if he doesn't back up. Yeah, this is true. Uh, is Arthur's, who's just scored 34 and 45 the last two weeks, a good cheapy option um, ahead of somebody like Simonson or Hummel Hunt? Uh, and does he have job security? 
Um, I, I, I'm a big fan of Jesse Arthurs. I'm actually a previous owner of him in years past when he was playing for the Titans. And he, as a first center, he, he really enjoys a tackle and he can rack up some good base stats. Um, the problem with him is, though, that you have to think Katoni Staggs is, what, four weeks away? I'm, I'm guessing. I think, what, didn't he re-injure his hammy? So he's, he's maybe like four weeks away or something like that. Yeah, so. around 14 by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess you have to you'd have to think that Stags would slot into that right center spot and knock Arthur's out. I know there's been a bit of talk about Stags potentially playing five eight, but I, I can't imagine that it, they're going to sl- throw him straight into their first game back mid season um, with no match fitness. So yeah, I'd have to think that's maybe towards the end of the season when the you know the, the finals hopes are gone or potentially even next year. Yeah, I guess the big issue for me with Arthur's is outside of that job security, which is pretty shaky. Uh, he's propped up by two tries in two games, so he's not an, a noted try scorer. So you have to imagine that that's probably not going to continue. Uh, and without that try, and you know, he's sort of then he's averaging thirty um, and at three nineteen. It's maybe not something that I'd be looking at. If you're not desperate for a centre, I'm assuming that you are. Um, I would probably be looking at a, another guy like Gamble or spending an extra fifty k and going to a Flegler or something like that. If you're absolutely desperate for a centre, though, I mean, it's probably only four weeks and, and haven't you had enough headaches? Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's me. I'd, I'd probably be looking for a, a to spend a little bit more money and get somebody with a little bit more long-term job security uh, and, and maybe execute a second trade might be the... Maybe, you know, like if, you, if you're overall, maybe you're Brian Kelly, if, you, if that doesn't really come into your thinking, then uh, maybe jump on the Morgan Harper train with me. You mean Giuseppe Harper? <laughs> exactly, mate. Yep. Uh, so that was from Roberto. Uh, so Jorge, I'm assuming it's Jorge and he hasn't corrected me and told me it's George, so I'm going to keep rolling with that. Um, so he was really happy last week with the advice that we gave him, which is to take Sini over Chambers, um, mm. which uh, I'll, I'll, I'll think that's right, even though Chambers scored 10 points more, if I'm being honest. Um, so... Uh, He's already got Peachy. Who's the 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 next best centre in your mind? Um, I mean, they're all injured at the moment. Uh, I, I guess of the ones available, probably. I mean, if you, if you don't care about overall, probably Gagai, given that he's got Origin coming up, I'd be avoiding if he had. Um, if you do care about overall, uh, I mean, outside of that, it's it's really just. Um, Pick a bloke and and hope for the best with mm. you know Bird, Opachik, Best, Avarillo, or even some of these cheaper options like we've been talking about, like Kelly and um, Morgan Harper, because a, a lot of these um, these good these good centers uh, are a few weeks away. Like we know Rapana's gone for a few weeks, um, Stag's still a while away. Lomax is going to be very cheap and a great buy, and once he's back, but that's Campbell like, Graham. Yeah, Campbell Graham exactly. But these are these are guys that are they're going to be at least four weeks, you know? Yeah, I would be maybe inclined, and he's listed pretty much the exact same guys here that you have. Olam's a bit of a smoky for mine as well. He's actually mm. been scoring surprisingly well, but I'm I'm not really that excited about buying. The other one that I'm really interested in is Herbie Farmworth, and he seems to me to be absolutely nailed onto that left-centre role. Mm. Uh, got the jewel as well, so he could be a really good 18th, 19th man. Uh that would be – I would suggest that that might be the way I would go yeah. just for a combination of price versus job security 
and and scoring. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't mind Herbie actually. He's only got one try this year and only two tries this. So I mean, you have to think there's potential for um, you know for some big games when he actually does you know mm. rack up a try. Like he had a 55 last week against the Cowboys with um, with no tries. So yeah, yeah it's low, promising. Low score of 18 this year, but that was in that. F- Massive shellacking by the Eels. Outside of that, is 25-plus every week. So uh, in a really rough year for centres, that might be the way to have a look. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, so that's it for that part. Uh, so next, uh, with the carnage of injuries, when do we think, when do we think it's going to stop? Injuries, <laughs> suspensions, and uh, players being dropped. Um... Uh, is uh, never <laughs> round, round 23 yeah yeah once the season's over that's when yeah. it'll stop um yeah. how, how long until uh nrl fantasy give us four more trades again oh uh, mate do- i saw one today was like doordash is going to deliver us some extra trades and that- i could see that happening as a marketing promo for sure yeah yep um the thing is obviously they did like la- they did that last year but it was because of the um the 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 longer like the the break where a bunch of people were complaining that the guys that were injured were then they were supposed to be out for six or seven weeks so they brought players in but then you know they were back because we had so much time off so or, or like like us like we had Callum Watkins and then he stuffed off back to England <laughs> yeah well that was yeah that was awesome um, probably a blessing in disguise that one but um, yeah no I uh, I honestly can't see them giving us any more trades either so why um, I'm operating in the assumption we're not getting them uh, is Getting gamble in a gamble, uh, trading out O'Sullivan for him. Um, I think we've spoken about gamble plenty. Oh, I think he's a decent cash cow, and he's um, for mine. I'm I'm umming umming and ring over whether I buy gamble or Flegler this week. It's one of the it's one or the other. Um, I, I quite like Gamble. I can see him averaging high 30s to low 40s. He, he racks up a lot of tackles for a half, which is nice. Well, it's because he's a big body, and I think he's looking mm. for that work. So it's mm. like, uh, what's his name? Dylan Brown does the same thing as well. He runs around looking for players to tackle, even though he's playing in the halves. Um, so those guys are pretty valuable, as we've seen. You know, Dylan Brown, even in a really dominant uh, Moses kick-heavy game, um, Brown's been able to average 50. So there's no reason Gamble can't average 40. Uh, Flegler a buy this week, and are we holding Momorowski, Pappenhausen, and Simpkin? Um, I mean, I'm trading Simpkin just because I, I have to trade someone to get 17 this week. Uh, so for mine, it's it's Simpkin out, and and the way I, I see Simpkin, if he's only playing, even when he was starting recently, he's only been playing like 50 to 55 minutes, and you know, scoring in that low to mid 30s sort of range. Um, so I mean, if he was to put out uh, say three more thirty fives. You're you're only missing out on thirty. I don't know about forty k if you trade him right now. So, um, yeah, that, that that's sort of my thinking around Simkin and why I'm letting him go. Um, Momorowski's a, a really tough one. Um, mm. I, I mean, I, I've already sold. What are your thoughts there? Well, I'm thinking because I'm I've at the moment I've only made the one trade this week, which is uh, Fifi to Ryan Madison. Um, so I'm sitting here really nicely with 490k in my bank, and I'm trying to work out if and what I'm going to do with my second trade. So I'm really looking at uh, the next couple of weeks, bringing in uh, Appy and bringing in Reed Marnie uh, for Walker and Schuster. So I'm sort of trying to save my cash, and I'm looking at Momorowski and I'm looking at Herbie Farmworth at the moment, and I'm seeing 
you know, 65K extra I can put in the bank and go down to Herbie, who seems to be absolute job security. He's got the jewel as well. So I'm thinking at the moment that might be the way that I go. Mm. Um, but if I've got, because at the moment I've got 18 green dots, assuming that Pappenhausen plays and Walker plays. So I'm going to try and see if I can save a trade this week if I can, considering so many other teams are absolutely churning through them. Um, so my official advice regarding Momorowski is, if possible, hold him this week and see if Panthers make any changes next week. That's my official advice. I actually think I still am of the belief that there will be some sort of a shenanigan where we'll see uh, just a random Panthers backline player arrested and Momorowski will play. So my leading candidate for a player arrested this week is Toto. Hmm. So, yeah, he's just been absolutely working his bag out the last couple of weeks, and I saw him uh, holding the bag at training today for Momorowski and Charlie Staines practising their jump balls from kicks. So um, I mean, you can make of that what you will, but, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm sniffing a, uh, a late change there, which is going to be horrible for everybody in the last game of the round. Uh, I currently have seven red dots in my team. Who would we trade first? Uh, Pappenhausen, he could still play, and I think he is going to play, so he take him off the list straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fafida, Momorowski, Ben Hampton, Sean O'Sullivan, Simpkin, and Zaxini. Uh, well, I think the obvious ones there that jump out straight away um, are O'Sullivan and Hampton. I don't think either of them are going to be back in the side anytime soon. So, yep. yeah, get them out. Yep. No, I think it's them too, um, and I'd probably look to go one down, one up. If you need a centre this week, uh, Hampton to Herbie, just um, checking the prices. It's about 40K, I think. Um, yeah, it's 35K, and then you could even go Sean O'Sullivan to Flegler or something like that. So, uh, assuming you don't need two centres. I guess if you've got seven red dots, you just need to get 16 players. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talk about the trading David for feeder thing. So um, where are you? Are you? I guess you're uh, head-to-head focusing now, yeah. uh, which makes him a hold on your side of the ball, I believe, doesn't it? Yeah, for mine because, I mean, at, at most – oh, sorry, well, at least he's missing um, two games and at most he's only going to miss four. Um, so I think for mine he's a hold. And the amount of trades I've had to spend on centres this year and I've just got so many injuries, I just can't afford to trade him, to be honest. I, I, I kind of need to hold him. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. Like my main focus is head-to-head. Like I, I'm not in any like cash overall leagues or, you know, any – overall leagues really other than you know like the one for this um podcast i've only really got head-to-head leagues so yeah that, that's my main focus and I, I think he's worth holding if, if um if head-to-head is your focus but i can definitely see why overall players would consider trading him. yeah so i'm really looking at him going yep okay um you know being that the titans do have a lot of guys who can play big minutes there's a chance that he gets rested after origin or just even reduced minutes for a game um, or two games, um, you know, plus obviously missing that round 13. Maddo should be playing 80 minutes every single week. And I think the gap between those two players is only maybe maximum 10 points uh, as an average. Mm. So uh, I'm looking at Maddo banking the, what is it, 230K, which I'm then going to use to get two more gun hookers in my team for two sort of borderline keepers. Uh, and um, and and have more points through the the overall there, which will also probably help me with my head to head leagues. But um, 
it, obviously it's going to cost me some, it's going to costing me a trade and then I'm going to have to get him back in, in round 18 or 19, but I'm looking like just going like making sure I've got 400 grand there to go Laurie back to Fafita after or Pappenhausen turbo and Teddy are clear of the, um, the origin period. So that's my plan. I'm assuming it'll get destroyed, but that's it for the moment. Um, so I have Opachik with Momorowski and Sini as my other centers. Uh, so who do I flick off? Do I flick Momo and get a keeper or wait a week with him? I'll cut my losses with Sini. Uh, there's a few good keepers, but who would you recommend for a cheap often option if I decided to flick Sini? Yeah, well, that's the problem, though. There, there really isn't um, a yeah. cheap option, and that's kind of why you've got to hold Sini and just hope that he can work mm-hmm. his way back into the side, um, build up some confidence and reserve grade and, and get back in. Because, I mean, you have to think that we, we can see that Madge is desperate to keep his job and he's chopping and changing on a whim. So I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that Sini can work his way back into the side. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's really no cheap options worth buying. Well, I mean, you're just going to create more headaches for yourself. The cheap options are like Jesse Arthurs and Moses Mbai and they could be gone at any time as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a tough one. I think you're probably better off maybe selling uh, Momorowski. Yeah, if you are absolutely desperate for a um, a cheapie, there's Fee Guy there, but Ramsey's back next week and Ravalawa's back already. So he might only have one week. I know Matty was recommending him last night, but um, I think he's leading you up the wrong garden path with that particular recommendation personally. So yeah, I'll be looking at, uh, I'll be looking at Herbie. If you want to save a bit of cash going from Momorowski, um, but you know, I mean, Bradman Best is um, is a certified should average forty five. I know we've obviously been talking about Fitzgibbon being a ball hog, but um, yeah, I mean, I uh, he's got a huge BE. So I mean, if you can afford to just wait a week and roll sixteen players out, I don't know when you commented this. Maybe you've had come further carnage and you can't field seventeen either way. In which case, I'd, I'd recommend holding both of those and just roll and that then without one of centre. Um, that's, uh, I guess, my thoughts. But um, yeah, mm. Tom Starling, a buy. Um, <laughs> if you have uh, balls of steel, if you have giant balls like we indicated mm. last week, the balls you play. Yeah. Um, I want to downgrade it, him from a 9.5 out of 10 big balls play to only a 7.5 out of 10 big balls play now, though. Yeah, it's but, a little bit less uh, less ballsy, isn't it? You know who did get him last week? Who? Byron from OTL. Oh, really? Yeah, he did. He wanted to be on a week earlier. I think he's, uh, he's, 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 uh, he's not used to not being in the top, like, 100. Um, but, yeah, he's... He, he's gone for a Hail Mary. He went, did it with Robson last week and it paid off. And I think he's throwing the Hail Mary pass again with, uh, with Starling, but it looks, mm. it looks all right, mate. I, uh, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I guess you have to keep in mind because it seems like Hodgson, like Matty indicated last night as our, uh, as our resident Raiders guru that Hodgson's going to play in the middle a bit and then maybe pinch about 20 minutes from Starling at the end. And if Starling's only playing 60 minutes, like, oh, what do you sort of see him averaging? I'd sort of have him around the, the like high forties to low fifties, which, mm. I mean, it doesn't really make him a keeper, and it doesn't really make enough money either. Yeah, I mean, he's sitting there at four seventy five though. So yeah, and, but a fifty, um, 50 average is only like low six hundreds nowadays. Single digit BE that that'll sort itself out. It'll be six seventy five. Um, I mean, I can see I can see him having one hundred and fifty k in value there. Um, but bearing in mind he doesn't play round thirteen. Um, it, it's certainly it's certainly a dice roll. Hmm. Um, 
But yeah, if you got it, if you got big balls and your your season's already going down the tubes, um, it could be that you could definitely make worse moves. Uh, is it better to get in keepers for later in the season or clear out some of the low quality? I'm going to change the wording, and it's the low quality red dots that I have. Uh, I can play 17, assuming that Walker and Pappenhausen go. We'll play 16 and hold Momorowski, praying he switches in on game day and pick up Madison. Um, so essentially what he's asking is, should he trade one of his red dots? And I'm assuming these red dots are like Stefano, Simpkin, etc. to somebody else low quality hmm. or play 16 this week, hold Momorowski and get Madison. I mean, why does it have to be low quality, I suppose? Like, I mean, like, I think Flegler's every chance of belting out a, you know, like a, a... Yeah, exactly. Or even Gamble as well. He, he's a chance at a 35 to 45 type of score. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's low quality. Um, it's honestly better than what Stefano's been doing for the most part. Um, even Simpkin, you know, Simpkin's only been putting out 30s. Yeah. So what you're saying is you think Madison's a dud buy. That's your official position for this podcast. Did, did, did I say that? Did I? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was hearing when you were talking. <laughs> well, what are you doing there? No, I love Matto, mate. Um, no, in this situation, I think it uh, depends on which players you have and which players you don't have. Uh, I think you could have a look at trading out one low-quality player and going to, a, like you said, going to a gamble or a, a um, flagler and um, go on Momorowski to a centre that's cheaper, um, even potentially, and then upgrading your other low-quality guy to Maddo next week, bit, given the 60 break-even. Uh, also waiting for Lom- Tomalolo to potentially drop a little bit more as well. So you're not going to miss out on him. Worst-case scenario, you've got guys like David Clemmer there and, and Jerbo who aren't going to get their prices moving in a in a, an extremely rapid fashion that you can fall back on if you miss out on Maddo. So, yeah, I guess I'm saying short term, I guess maybe for a lot of people it's better to have 17 than have 16 because Madison could do 35 and, and you know, disappear with a HIA again. We don't know, you know. Obviously, we don't think he's going to. Um, it's the same question around the uh, Turbo Ponga thing from three weeks ago. Everyone was going, oh, yeah, get the certified gun in Ponga and Turbo's averaging more points. So mm-hmm. you never know, you know. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I guess short. I guess lo- long story short, I'm agreeing with you, and I also think Madison's a dud buy. <laughs> Even though I'm getting in this week, you do not think he's a dud buy. You no, liar. No, I love him. You liar. Uh, all right. Uh, bring in Flegler and or CHN and Moses or Gamble and Madison. Um. Okay, well, I'd be going Flegler over CHN, firstly. Yep. Um, and then Moses or Maddo. So it's it's Flegler and Moses or Gamble and Maddo. Uh, okay. Well, what, why does it have to be? I'm assuming he needs an edge then. Um, yeah, so obviously he needs one forward and one half. Okay. Well, yeah, well, give me, uh, give me Flegler and Moses then. Yeah, that's I would agree. Does David Clemmer play State of Origin? I would guess no. No. 1% chance. Uh, if if Payne Haas gets injured, he plays Origin. If he doesn't get injured, he does not play Origin. And even then, uh, it'd be out of him, him and Regan Campbell-Gillard playing for one spot. Which half takes the chocolates? 
Fogarty or Moses for the long haul? So Fogarty seems to be getting good scores with minimal attacking stats for 60K less, but Moses also doesn't have Dylan Brown for the next three weeks. Mm. Yeah, I actually had this uh, question shortly before we came on air. Someone was sliding into our Instagram DMs and I was, you know, really laying this out. Um, And basically my takeaway was that I think uh, for as long as um, Boyd is Fogarty's half partner, that's Boyd, uh, sorry, that Fogarty and Moses are, Pretty much on equal pegging, um, I'd say, but Fogarty 60K less. Once uh, Taylor is back with Fogarty, I'd have Moses a couple of points in front. So you basically got to ask yourself, what can I do with that 60K? You know, so if that, if that 60K is the difference between you being able to go from, like, say, Watto to Matto, uh, you know, or then going then from I- Jesse Arthurs to, um, Brian Kelly or or yeah. Eddie Farnworth. Yeah, exactly. If that sixty k is the difference, then get Fogarty. But that said, if if that sixty k is not going to make a difference, then go Moses. But yeah, mm. I, I'm just a big fan of Fogarty myself. Yeah, I think Moses is a final team keeper, and I don't think Fogarty is a final team keeper. If that what? is if that answers your question, I think you're wrong. You don't. You think that Fogarty is a final team keeper? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I think you're wrong. Oh, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> No, you are. I know you are, but what am I? No. Uh, so rate these three options. Bradman Best, Jack Bird, Adam Pompey. Uh, oh, God. Keep um, it in mind, Hiku has just been ruled out for the season, so Pompey is has equal job security to the other two. Yeah, that doesn't really change my thinking there. I'd still have Pompey towards the bottom. Um, that said, uh, normally I'd, I'd have Best as the clear runaway, but uh, just what I've seen from the Knights recently has been been quite disappointing. Um, yeah, actually, I'm looking at Pompey now. He, he hasn't been terrible, I suppose. I guess he only put up 12 points against Manly, which isn't ideal. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, he doesn't I think... have a very good base in tackles or anything yeah. else for a matter of fact. He, he's got four tries there. Yeah, he really relies on that attacking stats, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I think if I had to buy right now, I'd, I'd probably have Bird at the top. Um, mm-hmm. But long term, I'd, I'd probably want Best. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think if you need somebody this week, it's Bird. If you can wait, it's Best. And then uh, it's a clear distant third to Pompey. Uh, but personally, I, I have her, like, I would put Herbie and um, Jack Bird in the same score average bracket. Um, and Bird's, what, 630k more. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to push you towards that Herbie option though, because I've already recommended him to too many people and I'm having deja vu. <laughs> uh, should I trade Laurie out? If I do, I will have 600k in the bank. Who should I get? I've already got Tommy and. Um, mm, uh, I mean, I've, I'd prefer to hold uh, Laurie if you could, given the abundance of red dots this week. I, I don't know how I feel about trading out a green one. Not to uh, mention Ponga and Tommy are both, both if not one or the other, candidates to be rested and plus missing games with Origin. Yeah. And Laurie, Laurie should play the whole way. He's about the only player in that Tigers side that I think has absolute job security. Mm. So, well, not absolute job security, but I'd probably yeah. just put the mocker on him now. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I would suggest not not trading Laurie. But but if you did set on trading him and you've got 600K, then maybe someone like Dylan Edwards for 590. Yep. 
Um, what is going on with the team list, lol? <laughs> so um, Charles, why did you send us two questions on Facebook and then two more on Twitter? He loves us, mate. He's keen. Yeah. No, I do love you, Charles. I, I know you want to come and host the show, mate, but I'm sorry. You need to have a rank outside the top 10,000 to host this show. <laughs> You're too good, mate. You're not allowed. <laughs> yeah. You know, show us up. Uh, so is it time to trade Pappenhausen and Momorowski? Uh, Pappen, no, because he's going to play this week. Yeah. 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 I'm fairly confident Pap will play this week. Um, yeah. I mean, we've discussed Momorowski. It's 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 a tough one. Situational, uh, depending on how many trades you've burned through, what you're going to, yeah, what you want to do, all that sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, I think if you're head-to-head, it might even be worth rolling out 16 just to sort of see what happens with Momorowski this week because considering everybody else is, but like so, so early in season, or maybe you want to try and steal a win. I don't know. Yeah. Senses are so well, terrible. Well, you've got the luxury as well that um, they they are playing the Titans. So if you wanted to pivot, you could always go Momorowski to um, to Brian Kelly or you could even go Momorowski to Stephen Crichton if you're, if you're really desperate for that W. Yep. Um, is Morgan Harper a good buy? I'll let you have that one. Tell us yeah. about Morgan Harper. Tell us about Morgan Harper, Ryan. Morgan Harper. So he he looks like um, a gang member from Scarface. If you, if you look up his uh, his photo on NRL Fantasy, he's got this nice little mustache going on, and uh, he's he's a he's a oh, I don't know. He's a good buy. My only concern with buying Harper is that you're basically if you're if you already own Tom Dravovich, you're basically doubling down on Turbo staying healthy because mm. if Turbo gets injured then not only does he become useless, but then I think Harper will have a big drop back in, in um, his potential scoring as well. Um, that said, I could quite easily see him averaging in like the low 40s, depending on how um, you know Manly's attack goes. And, and we've seen how, how, um, how big the turnaround's been since, since Turbo's been back in that side. So since Turbo's been back in that side, Harper's got... A 34, 36, 47, and 53 with only one try. Um, so for, for mine, he, he looks like a good buy. But if you're an overall player, I wouldn't be touching given that he doesn't play round 13. But head-to-head, he, he looks a decent option for mine. And it seems like he's holding Sully out of the side too. Yep. Uh, I will put it out to you as well, and I'm gonna, I am gonna can't believe I'm going to recommend this same guy to another person. Uh, Herbie's only 15K more. Yeah. <laughs> um, should I trade Munster and Ramian out together? Um, he's got 5K on top of that in the bank um, with Sam Walker on the bench to cover in the halves. I think both of those guys are pretty comfortable sells anyway. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I'd be having a poke at like Munster to Moses and Ramian to Peachy if you don't own Peachy already or something like that or Munster to Fogarty. Mm. Um, yeah, if you do own Peachy Ramian to any one of the couple of centres that we've spoken about. All right. That is oh, I've got to get Instagram first. So Ryan, you sent me the Instagram ones. I did. So we had our we lost our intern today. He had his ACL replaced today. So um Yeah, had his, had his leg a- He had his leg amputated. Yep. Uh, hopefully you're feeling better, mate, and hopefully the morphine doesn't wear off anytime soon. <laughs> he, he messaged me before saying the morphine was wearing off. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Uh, talk me out of Arthur's from Riley. Um, did we already do that? I think we did. Yeah, I think we already talked to talk people out of Arthur's, hopefully. All right. Uh, next one, mate, I'm going to give this one to you because you have some thoughts on this. 
What's going on with Tyrone Peachy? Yeah, so Peach, he, he's one I, I touched on last night. Um, he's been his role sort of changed, and it seems like he's playing that first stint in the middle, starting at lock, playing about twenty five odd minutes, give or take. And then he, he's uh, coming on in the second half and playing about twenty to twenty five at hooker, um, spelling Mitch Rain. Because since uh, Aaron Clark's um, dropped off the bench, it, it, Peach has become that sort of utility hooker. And it's um, it's not great for his scoring potential, given that he's a guy that relies on uh, tackle busting runs, sort of like a Connor Watson type, where he can take a hit up and bust a tackle and get a bit of broken play occasionally. And yeah, it, it doesn't lend itself well when you're sort of stuck um, stuck at hooker and your only runs are you know quick darts occasionally out of dummy half. So. Yeah, um, it, it's not great. Um, I think we we spoke about this last night, saying that if you've got him, obviously don't sell him. But if you're if you're looking to buy, I, I'd be a little bit cautious. I think. Yeah. No. I. Uh, yeah. I'm. I'm kind of glad that I don't own him now with this change for the uh, the hooker minutes. Uh, so uh, trade Stefano to Flegler, Alvaro to Madison. Yeah, love it. Yep. And uh, R.I.P. Zaccini. What's this little? Addition onto there. Have no mid cover now with Maguire destroying everyone's team. Uh, considering all the prices, who do we think is the best mid pickup? Uh, do we think Lolo's minutes with, will average above or below 60? Uh, so assuming that you have Watson already, and I guess Haas is the, the obvious one, or Pangai. Um, Papali's a bit expensive for my taste at the moment now. Mm. Even Tohu's a little expensive with all these tries he's been getting recently. Yeah, maybe go cheap and go for Flegler. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the goal. What do you reckon, Ryan? Yeah, yeah no, I like that. He's certainly no chance of origin, so you'll have him round 13. Yeah. i got 380K in the bank. Uh, should I just do whatever it takes to get Cleary in? Mm, well, I think we've got two different answers to this. So I, I myself um, opted to... Go Cleary uh, a few weeks back just for my own mental health. I just couldn't take watching him Bruce Willis' way to 90 points every week without doing anything. Um, you, you've opted to maintain the, the, you know, maintain the path of, of righteousness and avoid Cleary. Um, yeah. So are you saying stay away? Trust the process, mate. Break it at a 99. You don't need him. Uh, no, mate. Don't, I, uh, I, don't, I don't think you need to do whatever it takes to get Cleary in. I will be riding without him until the end. Just to the matter in one trade, should I should I pull the trigger? Um, <laughs> I, I guess if you've got uh, if you've got uh, no other problems, a, a lot of people um, don't have that luxury given you know given the amount of red dots. But I guess if you've got a full side, then and you can upgrade like that, then I, I guess go ahead. Yeah, I like it. Uh, 130k in the bank. Looking at going from Egan to Fogarty, Luke Thompson, or Jerbo. I think we both have the same answer here. Shade on three. One, two, three. Fogarty. Jerbo. No. What? <laughs> no, I just thought I'd throw you, you off. Got me. You got me. <laughs> Classic. Good meme. No, mate. You, no, don't. Yeah, no, don't get Fogarty, mate. He's not. He's not a final team keeper. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, get Fogarty. Uh, Alvaro and Stefano to Flegler and Sean Bloor. Uh, sorry, what, what, what was the uh, first trade in? Alvaro and Stefano for Flegler and Sean Bloor. Um, I, I like the Flegler part of that. I'm not too sure about uh, about the Bloor part. It, it, it's a little risky. Yeah, mate. If I was you, I'd go Alvaro to Flegler. 
and then I would just hang on to Stefano for a week and see what happens because Madge is changing his team like he's changes his undies. So, I mean, yeah. if, if, if position doesn't matter, maybe jump on Tyson Gamble if you wanted a cash cow. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I'm not overly excited about Sean Bloor until he starts in the back row. Yep, same. Uh, I think that's about it. I did have one here. Was, uh, we can go too quickly while I scroll through Fantasy Talk and see if there's anything exciting. Uh, why is Madge so cooked? <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're, you're more qualified to answer this question. You love uh, ranting about the Tigers. But oh, it's, it seems like he's just desperate to, to save his job because he's on the hot seat right now and, and nothing he's, he's trying is working. They're sitting in 15th and, yeah, I think he's just trying anything. Yep. Yeah, no, I, uh, I think he's just a bit of a... Uh, I think yeah, he's. I don't think he knows what the answer is, so he's just trying stuff until he until he finds the right mix. And I think it won't it won't be a surprise to me if uh, any one of the players drop this week or back next week. So, mate, I think we might wrap this up. That's about forty minutes of Q and A, so that should be a good one for this week. Um, mate, did you have any uh, comments to add uh, before we finish up? Yeah, just uh, get Fockety in your final team. He's a great player. Bargain. Uh, also, <laughs> if anyone's going to Magic Round, uh, I'll be there. Uh, so I'll probably be the only person walking around in a Cowboys jersey. No, I'm sure there'll be more than that. Um, but, yeah, flag me down on uh, on our socials if you're heading to Magic and maybe we can have a beer, yeah. chat some fantasy and talk about why Fogarty's not a final team keeper. <laughs> oh, please, mate. I'm actually um, I'm actually seeing your boys in a couple of weeks. I'm going up to Townsville. I'll be seeing the Knights versus the Cowboys at the, at the oh, beautiful new stadium there. Just make sure you yell at the uh, the refs to get them on side, mate. I will. Awesome. All right. Thanks very much for joining our uh, bonus episode for this week, and we'll uh, look forward to an exciting, albeit condensed, round of uh, football this weekend. Love you guys.